Hey everybody, this is Bryce. Just wanted to give you a quick heads up before you head into this episode. We were having some audio issues uh, in the middle of this recording. Just had some wires being wonky or whatever. Uh, so if you hear that in the episode, we didn't really have a lot of time. We had a lot of busy things going on. Tim is traveling this week, so we didn't really have any time to really fix any of those issues. So if you hear it, ignore it. We tried to fix it the best we could. Anyways, hope you still enjoy the episode. Remember to leave a like, share, subscribe, all the fun stuff, and let us know what you thought about the movie. Thanks. Hi, I'm Keanu Reeves. Welcome to the Average Podcast. I need a gun. That was pretty good. Thank you. I thought it was, <laughs> it was okay. It was if, pretty... if you couldn't guess, we just came back from John Wick Chapter 4. Yeah, John Wick Chapter 4. We are fresh out of the movie theater, and we are ready to review this one. Feeling pretty good about it overall. Um, Tim, do you want to just yeah. give a quick synopsis of where we're at with number all, four? All right. So number four, if you are not caught up on all four of the John Wick movies, number one, uh, his wife dies. Uh, <laughs> or how about number one, just get on watching these movies. Yeah, get on watching these movies. Um, <laughs> number one, his wife dies. We don't see that. That's already happened by the time we jump into it. Yep. And mm -hmm. then she gives him this dog that is like in memory of her and so john wick has this dog and then some russian guys come and they kill the dog ah, Russians. and they awaken the baba yaga Ooh, or the, boogie the boogeyman yep. which is what john wick's professional name was which he was one the of boogeyman the best introductions to a character i've seen in cinema yeah it's but pretty awesome also don't kill people's dogs that's like i'm 100 you have me rooting for john wick immediately because you killed his puppy. Well, you're also a dog owner, so yes, it I really hits home for you. It, it does. It does. Lately, I've noticed like you and dogs in movies, like it just hits a lot different for you now. And I wonder if it's just, just I would because hurt you people to protect my dogs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I get it. It's super it. funny, but yeah. Anyway, and that's what kicks us off. Like the first movie is a revenge story, basically about like you just showed up at my house because you stole wanted my car and you killed my dog while you were at it. And you, I'm going to make you regret those decisions. Oh, and this opens yes. up a world that leads into like, well, the dog represented his wife. It was an emotional connection yeah, to his wife. So exactly. there, there was a little bit of depth there too. But then the second one, we open up this world of the table. Right. And we start to learn a little bit more about one of the great things this franchise does is we dive into the table. And it doesn't fully explain what the table is. It's like this underground secret organization of s assassins, spies, a little bit of both, a little like all over the world. And it's fascinating the more we learn about it and its hierarchy. And it has a particular aesthetic that is always just super pleasing, like this retro vintage old stuff being used in modern ways like in and number, also super obnoxious things being used yeah but in it's, like it's, a way that's kind of cold it's, it's like fantastic okay, that's actually kind of nice like in in the <laughs> opening of four the hotel is being decommissioned and the guy walks in and it's like you have one hour to vacate the premises and he pulls out this massive hourglass and just it's drops just, it on the desk ridiculous. and walks but away it's also like it's this so man good. is a bad man so carry around an hour Anyway, we're getting we're yeah, getting into so the anyways too quick. two and three we kind of grow like John opened up this world of the table when he got his revenge in yeah. one two and three kind of explore a little bit more about what this means everybody's after him he's been excommunicated from the table yeah. which means he should be dead 
but he's the boogeyman and they can't quite catch him. The boogeyman. And so that dies. brings us to four where um we're picking up right after the not literally right after the third movie, but it kind of picks up from where the third movie left off, yes. where John kind of goes into hiding underground and like it's all about revenge because his friend or so one two and three literally back up right next yeah, to each other it's like a... this one does have a little bit of a time jump yeah. in whether that's a couple days couple weeks at the end of number three he took a real bad hit and yeah, fall <laughs> and this one implies that time has passed and they've healed and it could be months between it doesn't really say because that's not what's important what's important is that in this one uh Bill Skarsgård, also known as the Marquis, uh, wants John Wick dead, and he kind of represents just about as high up in the table as you can get. He is the without being the table. without being the leader yeah. of the table. He is kind of the figurehead of the table at this moment, calling for John Wick's death, and that's that's it. He's paying a bunch of assassins a ton of money. To like, it almost feels like we go. should be like saying more for the story, but really, it's a pretty straightforward story. Like all these movies have been. So. The, the table watched John Wick dead, <laughs> yeah. but John oh, Wick is John yeah, and Wick. Guess what? Water's wet. Congratulations! <laughs> yeah. oh. oh, well. Anyway, I guess. Let's but just... that's just enough for you to tune in and watch and see. <laughs> Come how... back for another one, baby. <laughs> another round. A three-hour-long one. Yep. But anyway, yeah. Let's just go ahead and jump right into it. I guess. Um, you know, no time to waste here. So, kicking off our list, as always, the wonderful story of these movies that we talk about. Would you like me to start? Yeah. Okay, cool. All right, so I gave my uh, story for this one a three. Um, oh, wow. I mean, this kind of, it kind of, I'll, I'll go back to what I said about the Scream movies. I go to a Scream movie to watch a Scream movie, okay? We've had enough John Wicks at this point that I go to You mean to you're a- not disappointed when you guess the killers in Scream in the first 20 minutes? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I see what you're doing here. Okay, but anyway, when I go to see a John Wick movie, I expect a John Wick movie, and guess what? That's what I got. Yeah. I got a really awesome, freaking cool John Wick movie. Uh, <laughs> and at the end of the day, although the story is absolutely comprehensive, there is actually some deep stuff lore within that story. I think at the end of the day, at its bare bones, it's still a pretty straightforward story of guy wants revenge he's filling out this he's fulfilling his revenge through all these different tests but they're different side quests like and that's that's about as straightforward as it gets i i think more of the deep stuff comes later when we talk about some of the other parts of the movie but for uh, overall i think it's not a bad thing that's why i love so much about the john wick movies i love how straightforward these stories are that it's just kind of point a to point b and then yeah. point c and so on like that's i, I give the three with um uh, my most um flattering i lost my train of thought sorry you're <laughs> I you give talk. it a flat i haven't eaten all day but... and i just lost my train of thought <laughs> oh, wow coming in rough <laughs> all right well i'll go ahead uh i actually scored the story a five wow yeah i'm really and surprised. i i kind of sat and thought on it and you know not every john wick story would have a five out of five score for this but this one took the action plot line and elevated it with a lot of story elements that brought an emotion in the end. It yeah. tied the story back to the very beginning mm. in some beautiful ways. Um, it, it packed way more emotion than I thought a John Wick movie had. More than more I mean, than any mo- of them. Most since the first one, at the very yes. least. Which most of it comes at the beginning of the first one anyway. This right. one kind of like sprinkled it in throughout <clears throat> the whole movie. And then two and three were just kind of like 
let's watch some cool action scenes and learn a little bit more about the table. And then four is like, hey, we're going to make you care about John again. Yeah. Not just as an action hero, but as a human being. Right, exactly. And I thought that was a lot of credit to the story, slowing things down a little bit. Mm-hmm. And also getting to know some of the other people in the table just a little bit more. Some of the other assassins had some great story elements that brought this. Right, yeah. Like, this movie centers around a duel. That's not a big spoiler. You're going to, the duel is central to this film. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. But the two characters in the duel, this story makes us care about both of them. Oh, yeah, totally. And that's incredible in an action movie where you're usually just like yeah let's watch john wick raise the body count which you still get that we let's, still let's get not that mistake of this <laughs> but also we go into the finale of this movie we go into a couple of the action scenes going i don't want any of these characters dead which we'll get to that in the characters section. yeah which really is to the credit of the story yeah being fair. told in this movie yeah i think it is i gave it a five because this is by far this is an action movie Right, yeah. And by far, this is the best storytelling I have ever seen in any action franchise. Okay. Sorry, like, was, name action. I was me thinking for a second. Well, naming action franchises, I go sometimes, like. Sometimes there'll be comments made where I just have to stop for like five seconds and think about it really okay, hard. Okay, name an action franchise. <clears throat> Mission Impossible. Yeah, this is better storytelling. You could argue that. Uh, Die Hard, better storytelling than any okay, of them. Okay, well, those get worse over time. So. The Bourne movies, better storytelling. Ooh. Okay, if you're counting all of them, I can understand. But like the first three, the first three were the first great. They were really great. The first like, three were great, but, but because like, we're including all movies, yes, they bore. But the the thing about this story is, I feel that from one to four, it has been a complete and comprehensive. It's story. It's been a very consistent story. The yeah. entire. So I mean, to your credit, maybe I would bump mine up to a four, possibly in that yeah. case. And I think you make a good point for that. So right. anyway, uh, what's up next? <laughs> I believe next is character arc. Character. Is it, oh, is it yeah. character already? Man, I already lost track of it. <laughs> anyway, do you want to kick us off with that one? Yeah, I'll give. So for this one, I gave character a four. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. And I gave it a four, uh, because John Wick. They do a little bit to elevate him in this movie, a little bit more than just your action hero or the Baba Yaga. Um. But that's still what he is at the end of the day. He's still got a little bit of emotion. uh, But his particular character arc was nicely done in this. And the ending feels good. Like the character has gone on an emotional journey, a physical journey. Very very physical for John. But also a lot of the side characters in this movie are more memorable than ever any of the side characters from the previous movies. There's something about this one specifically, whereas with the last two movies, we've kind of ended on cliffhangers and, you know, credit to the last two movies. Like I still think two has the best ending of all these movies so far. And it's three the was empire strikes three, back ending. Yeah. And three was even like a really like satisfying ending too, but they were yeah. all cliffhangers. This one actually kind of feels more like what one was where it's kind of like a, it's a night. It's a little bit more of a relief in your ending um, for this movie. Uh, and you know we won't you obviously feel we won't journey... get into spoilers with this movie, right. but like this one felt like a callback to one where it was a little bit more of like a let's take a deep breath for a moment. Like yeah. it was kind of nice. Actually. This was I felt like for this movie, John Wick's arc was done. What started in That's number one, his story has come to a conclusion for this particular story. What yeah. he opened up in number one, 
that's close now. Which it would show because you made the comment beforehand that they said they were going to be taking breaks from these yeah. movies. So um, whether or not that means there's another one possibly being made. It's like, okay, well, hopefully it comes soon, Larry, because yes. I really and love these movies. Exactly, I love these movies one as long like, as the director stays attached. Yeah, it's like, I, but it was nice to take that deep breath uh, with this one and just yeah. be like, oh, wow, we can breathe for a second. This one is a nice bookend on if we get, like, if we get John Wick, the sequel story, chapter right, one, yeah. you know, John Wick 2, <laughs> chapter one, I don't know. But, like, I feel like his character, really, I guess the four would be from the character we met in one to wrapping it up in four he's been on a journey it's not the most revolutionary journey right but as yeah. far as action movies go it's a compelling journey for that character it's, got it's some a depth good to it. journey it's got some more depth than you would expect in these films yeah totally I totally and if agree. you just casually watch them you might not catch it but four really like forces you to pay attention to yeah that. that's yeah no, that's good that's a good way to put it so for my character i actually gave it a Five. Ah. Um, <clears throat> and my reasoning. Behind, Bryce gave something a five. I feel attacked, but I'll let that one. Well, slide. you gave Puss in Boots five, so it's fine. <sighs> That's for <laughs> movies to come. Uh, yeah, I gave it a five. I don't think there's a single character I did not thoroughly enjoy in this movie. No, from I want to see them all again. Person. Yeah, like I don't. I'm. I'm. I was literally thinking about this the whole ride home. It was just like. Because like I was looking at character when I when I originally scored, I was like, I just gave it a five. I didn't even really think that hard about it. Because I'm thinking back to all these characters. All these characters were just so great in their yeah. roles. Like, and we'll, and that has nothing to do with acting. We'll get to that later. But like all these characters just had personalities that just burst out on the screen in the in the environments, and they use it to like either their fighting style, or the way that they speak, or, and it all goes so well together. It's hard to talk about the one individual thing. Well, and you bring it around there, like you mentioned fighting style. Fighting style in these movies is very much a part of the character. Yeah, it's a part of the character and who they are. And it's you see so that from cool. beginning to end. There's not a single character I would not love to see again in a John Wick movie. They are all phenomenal. There's two of them that I want to spin off yeah. immediately. Oh, yeah. But there's one of the villains. Um, I forgot. I think it's Marco... Um, Xanor, Zan is that how you say his name? I think plays him. He's just, he's like he's like a kingpin kingpin esque character. Oh, in this oh universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's easily and by kingpin we mean he's like seven feet no, tall, six hundred pounds. No, he's literally the cartoon version of kingpin in this movie. And I'm I'm trying to th I'm trying to think in the universe I've of John Wick. Never he's probably my one of my favorite characters. I have never on... seen John Wick be handled the way this guy handles John Wick. Like, it is just it was maximum so, around. Like it just it was so great. I loved every character of this movie. Five see, out of five. You want to see a spinoff of him? I want a spinoff of Akira. Like tomorrow. Oh no, I would want that too. I, don't, I would. I don't think I need a spinoff of him specifically. I think he made a phenomenal villain oh, that yeah. I would have loved to see more of. But he definitely. Uh, did his part for the, his, the movie. The other character I would love to watch a whole movie about because I want to know the story. I want to know more about who this person is. Was uh, uh, Mister Nobody or Nobody yeah. or I guess he's referred to as Tracker on IMDb. Well, yeah, because that's what that's what uh, his um, John Wick says. But when he first meets him, like, uh, yeah. Tracker. That's what he said. But he's just this. You don't know anything about him, but he's a character. By the end of it, you're like. I like this guy. Right. That's like, that's a spinoff you could make. Like, I mean, you can make one of like any of these side characters that were. I would watch all of them. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. But yeah, five out of five. I loved every single character. That yep. was, it was great. So, next on the list, we, we have... move into music and sound. Oh, I'm kind of excited to talk about this yes, one. I'm let's... not going to lie. Okay. Um, well, do you want to go first? I gave it a five. Okay. Go ahead. 
Okay, I gave it a five, and I'm not like music alone three or four. Uh, I was telling Bryce before the movie some John Wick songs, they're all kind of like club beats with yeah. classical string elements. It's very unique. And some of them I love, some of them I never want to hear again. So it's a give and take with for that on me for me. But this movie, I actually liked all of the music. Yeah. There's one mm-hmm. scene in like, I think it was in New York where the music comes in and it just sounds discordant and like dissonant and it doesn't sound good. Oh, you're talking about the one in when they went to Berlin. Yeah, it yeah, doesn't sound good. Really and then it starts building and you're like okay this is good and it, it, like <laughs> that was a really weird song and i loved it and i want to hear it again but what takes us to a five to me is just the sound effects in this movie oh my gosh glass dude. breaking the punches the kicking the, the guns fire the cars the punches like at the everything. beginning when because you see in the trailer when he's punching a board like that's at the beginning of the yeah. movie and like just the thud that goes oh. with that it's just and you got uh, I almost said Mor- Morbius. <laughs> uh, you, got Lawrence Fitch, you got Lawrence, Lawrence Fish, Fisher like kind of saying this little speech or whatever while he's punching. It's just like, it's just a boom. And you hear him say some more he's words. He's quoting Shakespeare, yeah, I believe. It, yeah, it's and Shakespeare, it's, I think. And then he adds his own little ad lib. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's fantastic. Ah, oh, so good. No, the, the sound effects in this movie and the, another way they elevate that in this movie, which every movie tries to like one-up the previous movie. Like, hey, You've seen a fist fight, but have you seen a fist fight in moving traffic before? No, we're going to do that. But this one has a, I'm going to refer to him as a boss because John Wick is full of boss fights. Um, it's a video game. Yep. It's a movie <laughs> video game. But one boss is blind. And yeah. so they really lean into how he uses sound to orient, orientate, orient himself. Right. So you'll see him like tap his cane on things and he fights with the cane and you'll see him tap his cane just to know where he's at. Or he uses mm-hmm. uh, sensors that act as doorbells at one point so that when somebody yeah, passes them, right. they chime and then he knows where they're at. And I thought that was a clever use of sound that the sound editing actually really enhanced and brought to the forefront. Yeah, I to- totally agree with that. So for your boy here, uh, I actually gave this a four. Um after some careful thought of it just kind of came down to, I, I agree with you, like the sound editing um, for all the action sequences, top notch. It was, it was really, really well done. You feel every punch you like every shot kind of just rings out in the theater. Uh, I think it kind of just came down to as much as I really love the music, I'm going to check out the soundtrack cause I was getting into a lot of these songs. Uh, at times it just kind of felt a little repetitive and they kind of, even though it is repetitive, they utilize it in a bunch of different ways, depending on location and what's going on in the scene. And so I think a very high for, for the music and sound effects here, it's really, really clean and well done. All right. So that takes us into editing and effects, which whoo, baby, I'll kick us off here. You yeah. ready for this? Go for it. Boom. Five out of five perfect five here literally there's how can you watch this movie and not give it a five out of how can you watch any of these movies and not give them five out of five the editing isn't like to make these fights look as real as they do your editor has to be on top of it you know i can't that's also that that goes into my direction and acting as well later which we will get there (laughs) but like the editing is just so precise in this film and so good one thing I, I'll, I'll bring up, I can't remember what movie I'm thinking of specifically, but there's this one movie 
that has this atrocious fight sequence where the camera is like on a bungee cord and it's just bouncing up and down nonstop, like with every Black cut. Panther? Oh, sorry. <laughs> also, not the uh, greatest fight sequence, but video know, game fight sequence. Oh, uh, gosh. <laughs> yeah, but one thing I hate more than anything in action movies is over ex uh, excessive shaky camps. Obi-Wan, the TV show, is a great example of where we could have had a cool fight, even though it meant nothing at the end of the day because of what happens in episode four. I forgot that movie for that <sighs> it's show. A yeah. See, you don't even remember it's a TV yeah. show. But I remember watching that last fight sequence, and I was just nauseated with how much shaky cam was going on. This movie just nails the camera work for fight sequences. Like, well, and I think there's a time and a place for the shaky cam. Oh no, totally. So, like, I agree. Lord of the Rings would be an argument for yes. appropriate use of shaky cam. Yeah, they use it really, it's really well. Really gritty, like really close combat. That feels like the appropriate use of shaky cam. So it's a specific but way this, to like shoot it in a gritty way. Yeah, this one kind of still feels gritty. It's almost like I don't know. There's like certain. There's a lot of shots where it feels like. In this environment where these fights are taking place, the camera is almost like the view of the of the items in the room. It's sort of like, you know, when glass gets shattered, when books get thrown around, it's almost like, I don't know, it's it's hard to explain, but like, you're these items within this room, you're kind of watching from their point of view of how this fight is going down, and the camera's just kind of getting thrown around with these people, or when stuff gets like tossed around in a room. I don't know, that's a weird way of like thinking about it, but... That's just how I was like watching this movie. It was just like I was a part of the camera itself was a part of the environment and what was going on. And they do that and they do that with a lot of the cool shots uh, in um, in the movie with some of the fight sequences. And so I just I don't know. That's just the way I was processing this movie as I was watching it. I thought that was just a fun, fun way to watch the fight sequences and not deal with all the shaky cam we get in a lot of movies. So, yeah, five out of five. It's, it's just perfection. All right, so jumping into script. Script is next. Go ahead and kick okay. us off with that so, one. So I gave the script. I gave the script a five, actually. Oh, my. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually kind of surprised. Well, and I'll explain that in the acting. Um, there were. Wait, you're going to judge the acting there with were, the script? Nope. I'll explain why <laughs> the script was very smart in what lines it gave to Keanu Reeves and what lines it gave to ah, everybody else. Okay. Interesting. Uh, Way to look at it. Yes. yes. Because there are some great little nuggets of wisdom spoken by uh, Winston, Ian McShane's character. Yeah. There are some great lines from him. Lawrence Fishburne has some amazing dialogue. Uh even Donnie Yen's character has some amazing moments in the script. The script has a lot of depth to it for an action movie. There's a lot of heart, a lot of depth, even like we talked about earlier on the story, a lot of the fight scenes come with this, like, I don't want either of these people to lose. And it's made quite clear throughout the movie that Donnie Yen doesn't want to kill John Wick, but his daughter is kind of being held hostage. Like, right, yeah. he kills John or she dies and the script does an excellent job of conveying that like he doesn't want to do this but he's doing it to save his daughter totally and that is credit to the script and I think it was a smart move on what you gave to your title character <laughs> and what you didn't okay so uh, that's that's why I gave it a five I think that's very forgiving um I gave mine a four uh for the reasons exactly why you were saying where while I agree that it is absolutely very smart to give Keanu Reeves as little to say as possible in a movie, <laughs> I think it still kind of sticks out as a sore thumb at times. Um, I don't want to say it derails any tension you may be feeling, 
but there are definitely the moments where it's like that should hit a lot harder than it did and it's no like you audibly laughed a lot in this movie when he delivered well and that's why like i don't have a problem with the line that was said i have a problem with his delivery okay that's 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 why i said i'll give it to because i think the lines fit who he is and who he's supposed to be his delivery like I'm going to kill you. And I'm like, I don't believe that for a second. I'm laughing. Oh, you're I'm too sorry. kind. You're, you're so funny. funny. You're going to be nice, I think. No, I I think it, I think it just kind of sticks out. Um, I don't, I agree. I think that giving him little lines is, uh, less lines is better. But I still think overall it kind of sticks out, but it's, I, I don't think it takes away a lot from the movie that you can't, again, put on the acting. So I think, I, I think I land comfortably still with a four out of five there. Uh, which then takes us into what? What was that again? That was script. That takes us yes. into acting. So this should take us into acting. Yes. yes. All right. So this is, um, I actually couldn't dock it as much on acting as I thought I would. So I gave the acting a four. Okay. Okay. I, I figured that'd be right. and because I love Keanu Reeves. Who doesn't? I think, but he's not really the greatest actor. I think everyone would agree with you, but. Also, he's fantastic. So, like, it's, yeah. I have this battle of like some of those lines. We talked about the delivery of those lines. So, it's just a little, like, I, I laughed out loud at some of them. And it's not like it's, it's not making fun of him. No, for he it. sounds too nice. It's just way too nice like for a guy that's supposed to be a cold killer. Yeah. He's playing this cold blooded killer. Well, not cold blooded. He's playing this cold killer. And he just sounds like the nicest guy you've ever met. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I don't believe that you're going to kill that guy because you didn't like the delivery was just not there for me. What brings it up to a four is this guy does all his own stunts. Yeah, no, that's true. Like he's a physically acting this entire film and it's incredible. He, like he knows what he's doing with these he's, you, We've seen behind the scene footage of him using the gun the same way John Wick does, and he's probably just as good as the character that he's playing. Like he makes the character believable in a physical sense. Right, exactly. And so I can't fully take the acting away from that because right. physically he does the job. Mm-hmm. Whereas he <clears throat> delivers some weak lines. He delivers some good lines too. The softer moments with his friends are pretty good deliveries and touching moments. But the moments that he's trying to be just this ba character outside of that one like berlin sequence where he comes back to that one group and you you know and he's kind of like negotiating with them like outside of that one sequence yeah. which actually kind of did hit i was like he needs to do more of that whatever yeah. that was because that was nice well as you were saying like i like some <laughs> of the scenes with he, he, him and winston like, yeah uh-huh. those scenes were good those were solid uh but the supporting cast in this is fantastic yeah like we talked about not just are the characters interesting but the actors who deliver these characters are all fantastic and like we already said i want to watch a movie about any one of these characters yeah yeah because it's funny these this this these movies are absolutely like comic book movies like it is like we said there's a lot of stuff they do that seems ridiculous but like the way they execute it it just comes off as like the most it just comes off as the coolest thing you've seen in like an action movie of like like the hourglass at the beginning it's like that's such a ridiculous idea but the way he went about it is like that was so awesome like 
I would do that and too. And I would someone. love to see more comic book movies kind of take that approach or even like I think what we talked about earlier the best description for these movies is a video game. Yeah, it's a like, it's a, the best video game adaptation we've It is a passive ever seen. video game and it's amazing. <laughs> yeah, uh so I I mean for acting I I lamp with you. I, I gave it a 4 out of 5. My only knock was just that again like the script. It's noticeable with Keanu's acting uh when he says some lines and it's enough to be noticeable throughout this movie. That's the only reason I knocked it a four. Because otherwise, I think everyone does a phenomenal job. Everyone flawlessly executes their fight sequences. It is it's like, incredible to see. I can't remember his name, but he needs to get all the credit in the world. Uh, the, their stunt coordinator. Oh, yeah. uh, he also did Birds of Prey, if I'm not mistaken. This guy is just... He used to, actually, he used to be Keanu's like, stunt coordinator for like his earlier stuff, if I'm not mistaken. Um, his stunt double or no sorry the director used to work with Keanu yeah as he his... was he was Keanu's stunt double yeah. in the Matrix like yeah. and yeah this has far surpassed the Matrix series oh yeah he's, but, <laughs> but man that that subway fight sequence at the end of one it was still really yeah. really good <laughs> but yeah those guys deserve so much credit for making some of the greatest fights literally ever if not the best fights ever put to screen yeah like I'm I, I try like the Bourne movies are great I think they still have some flaws in the fighting oh, yeah. and camera work at times. Um, but these movies, I, I just, I struggle to find another movie where the fighting sequences are just so flawless yeah. and like just makes sense with, with everything. Like, I guess the Creed movies well, are a good example where I don't like those fights as much because that's just not what fighting really is in boxing. But like I made the comment to you. I love how well, they use like literal like their you actual. You could jump into directing with this because you're really talking about how the action scenes are directed. Well, yeah, we yeah. can do that. So, I also okay. gave that a four as well. Okay, um, and it has nothing to do with this. Oh. But I, I was gonna say <laughs> like just the way that they actually take like real life fighting styles and actually put that to a big screen that makes logical sense. Like these people are gassed in these fights. They have to use start using their momentum more than their strength. And the way that they use the women character in these movies is a perfect example of Which, how to use a woman character. This to movie fight has bigger, my favorite. Yeah, this is how this is how you use women to actually fight bigger and better and stronger men. They have to they use their momentum and their agility to just annihilate these guys in a way that makes total sense. Sorry, just wanted to make get that off my chest. Atomic. <laughs> Atomic Blonde was the one I was thinking of when I was thinking of that. I was like, uh -huh. oh, yeah, okay. Uh, but yeah, anyway, going into the direction, I gave it a 4 out of 5. I think my biggest, the biggest thing of this movie where I knocked it was like, you can kind of feel the three hours by the end. Um, I think it, it, it feels a little shy of three hours, but this is easily the longest one of all of them, if oh, I'm yeah. not mistaken. Yep. And you kind of feel that towards the end. I don't think you'll get sick of it necessarily if you're... I never wanted it to wrap up. Yeah, I mean, I, I was kind of like, okay... I could see how this might turn off some people because it is a long movie, and if you struggle to get through the first three already, you're really going to probably struggle to get through this one. The fight sequences are longer, it feels like. There's a lot more of them. But like the end of the opening act fight sequence is something you would see in like the climax of a normal action movie. Pretty much, yeah. Well, <laughs> and that's what makes them all great. Yep. But that's my biggest knock, knock honestly, because otherwise I felt like the movie had pretty good pacing overall. I mean, for a John Wick movie, yeah. um, it's everything you've come to expect from your other ones. I don't think you'll be super surprised other than you might feel the three hours by the end of this, but I don't think that will necessarily... I don't think that hurts the movie in any yeah. way. It's just noticeable. I gave the direction a five, actually. There are some just beautiful shots in this movie and some yeah, stunning there really was stunning setup and 
I have, I've never seen a franchise approach fighting like art, like this does. Yeah. Because it's not just about the fight scenes, it's about where the fight is taking place in a lot of these. Right. And the sets themselves are, they don't feel like sets, first of all. They feel like we are in the real world situation. This mm-hmm. They went yeah. on location to shoot. And just the way that's all orchestrated oh, as a raid. piece of art. That was the movie I was thinking about with really good fight sequences also. Okay. Sorry. Anyway, <laughs> keep going. <laughs> uh, but I think of like uh, in the second one, there's the fights in the mirrors. Uh, oh, yeah. Like that is so incredibly done. Uh, the third one. Oh, just the fight at the Continental itself at the end, the setting. Yeah. This one we talked uh, about uh, the reno- building being renovated and shooting it from above. Like mm-hmm. the director sets the stage for these and it's so well thought out and it's so well shot the entire time. Bryce was talking about how like the Bourne movies, their fight scenes are quick cuts. Yeah. Fast, very fast, fast. fast. These movies will be like a minute long of just these guys throwing themselves around no cut oh yeah and sometimes it's, it's a still shot sometimes it's a, sh- a camera kind of just moving. going around the room like they, it's, get, they get very creative with it oh it's it tells a story honestly yeah it is fantastic to watch but there's other like this movie i thought he elevated it where the end of the first act when they're in what they're in japan yeah. Uh, but the end of the first act, there's like a sword duel that goes down, and it's just the lighting is fantastic. It's oh, a good set the piece. The set piece it's is really fantastic. Pretty. It's beautiful to see, and you're like, some violence is about to happen. But <laughs> yeah. this looks amazing. But also at the beginning of that whole sequence, we walk up, up to this rooftop, and the guy sees John, and he goes, I hope you're, I hope you are at peace. And you just cut to John, and there's this beautiful white flowering tree. Mm-hmm. I believe it's a lotus yeah, tree. Yeah, might have been. And then there's this neon lights behind him, and you're just looking at John after his friend says, I hope you're at peace, and everything is washed red and black. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, he doesn't have to speak for you to know that he's not at peace. Yep. And that is something the director conveyed without, like, John eventually does speak, but like, the message was there in the imagery alone. We didn't need that. Totally. And I'm like, that to me elevated it to a five. This is an action movie done better than any action movie I've ever seen. Yeah. I think that is a very, very like, compelling argument. It was you can artistic. Make. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so that takes us into our it factor. Uh, you want to kick us off or? Yeah, it's a, this one I kind of struggled with. It's a me bit too. too soon to tell. Right, um, I agree. But based on the fandom of the John Wick franchise, I did give it a five. Okay. Because I, this is one that I was not upset about the ending. I was not like, I feel like this is a great uh, story that will satisfy John Wick fans. Totally. Yeah. And the biggest knock against it probably for the box office is going to be its three hour runtime. Yeah. Most people aren't going to go watch a three hour action movie if there's an hour and a half one available. Yeah. But that's where this really rises above action movies. So we'll see if five stands the test of time or if this drops off. But I have a feeling like reviews are already just raving about this film. And I kind of think that's the trajectory this movie will take. 
Yeah, they haven't confirmed a five yet, have they? I think they just, they've only said that they're just going to take a break for a while, for a little bit. I think. Uh, yeah. So nothing's been confirmed. No, as nothing's we, as been confirmed after this. So I mean, but let's hope for some spinoffs because once you see these side, well, they are doing the spinoff of the uh, ballerina from the third movie. Third one, yeah. Yeah. So they are doing one of that. That'll okay. be interesting. Um, but I mean, this world is rich of characters to do yeah. spinoffs of. So. Yeah, I uh, like you. I also struggled struggled with the F factor for the same exact reasons, and I landed on a four eventually. Um, yeah, I think again, I think time will tell with these movies. I think the first three have aged really, really well. Um, I can only imagine that these are going to continue to age. I agree. I think the consensus is that John Wick, at least of the past, I mean, ten, fifteen years is the best action it's movie. been almost 10 years since the first one has yeah. it already i oh think it was God. 2015 so yeah like i i can easily say from the first one it's the best action movies to have come out um for the last 10 years well, since that first one came and out we were talking about before the movie even started how it's kind of got all from the same company too but the copycats following like oh yeah nobody well nobody atomic blonde um what was the other one i'm thinking of oh it's what's all... the one that we saw the trailer for that it's like the same Susie? idea susie susie or something yeah like that? but it takes the place same? yeah takes place in the 1950 or With whatever Nazis, yeah. it's the same idea but like it's inspired these copycats for these great action films well and i think nobody was made by the same guy still so i think it's he didn't like, direct it but it was same right it was same like kind group. of same yeah. people though yep. so and it was still great nobody's a great movie too that's, well and that's, that's the another thing about the directing <clears throat> is this guy uh chad the helski the high ski uh these are the only movies he's directed i know isn't that crazy he's directed john wick one through four that's it this guy's an artist give him more (laughs) please he's a stunt coordinator for tons of movies oh yeah and but he's probably the best right now in hollywood whoever his team is at least i mean i won't give credit to all of them they do a phenomenal job but i think i think give him a batman movie (laughs) give him a bat i could really use some good batman fights like the uh (laughs) bat flick uh-huh. <laughs> anyway uh yeah but i landed on four out of five i think time will tell like i i agree the three hour runtime is definitely going to turn a lot of people off i think to this movie specifically i think i think this movie will still do a phenomenal in the box office i know this is only day one i think of it yeah. so far um, we're seeing I, it opening day yeah, yeah we saw it we saw it opening day um so i think i mean we have the weekend we'll see what happens by the time people listen to this but i think it's going to do great still all these movies have done phenomenal uh i think over time I again I think this will be held up there as some of the, one of the like one of those Godfather movies of like action films and when people right, like it I don't know if it's bold enough to say but like when people speak of like Enter the Dragon uh, and like legendary fighting yeah. martial arts movies yeah this this franchise well yeah because right now you think when you think action movies I usually think well let's see we got Terminator we got Aliens we got the Raid um. Like those are the movies that come to mind. Like, and John Wick is still in there, but it doesn't like quite come out like those ones do right away for me. And so I think that's why I gave it a four because like I don't think it won't get there. I think you know over time yeah. it will. It, it probably will get there, but I still think we're just kind of living in the moment of it, and we'll look back fondly on these movies. But as for right now, um, just a four out of five, and I feel really confident about that. Yeah. So all right, you want to go? Yeah, we got okay. just entertainment and final thoughts uh, and final scores. Uh, I can start us off. Yep. Um, so I gave it a nine out of ten. Uh, again, kind of same thing with the other ones I docked. It just I felt the I could feel kind of like the length of this film, and so there were times where I was kind of like just kind of waiting for the next thing, but I wasn't like disinterested in what was going on. Uh, but I was still 
thoroughly, thoroughly entertained throughout this for a three hour action movie where you could argue three quarters of it is fighting the whole time. Man, it is so much fun. Just it, so much fun. I wasn't checking my watch. Yeah, no, no, me neither. I wasn't either. Like, this was just such a, just a good time to have. Like, <laughs> it's great because this was another movie where we got to uh, have an entire theater to ourselves. So we were free to react however we felt like with this movie. And the amount of just, ooh, ah, when yeah. people are getting thrown into cars and, like, beaten down. It's like, ah, this movie is just a blast. Like, this, with all all these movies, they're all fun. They're all just phenomenal well choreographed and shot movies i i just it's a nine out of ten it's so good i yeah. can't say enough <laughs> my final score then comes to a 42 i believe yeah uh, it's 42 out of 50 which is in the amazing category i do think he's looking it up right now um and i mean i'll kind of share see yeah 42 puts it in amazing yeah um as for a couple of quick final thoughts um I think what I love most about these John Wick movies is each one has like a specific thing that makes it stand out compared to the other ones that it does better than the other ones. If that makes sense. Not like, just not just in terms of fight sequence, but like yeah. each of them has has something specific within it that really yeah. helps it stand out compared to the others. Like I would say until like before seeing this movie two was probably my least favorite of the three, whatever that's supposed to mean. Cause I like all of them. Like, kind of equally <laughs> like I, yeah it's hard it's, to say i don't like one like or say i like one more than the other because like i just enjoy all of them but what i what what i really like about two i think the ending is the best ending that we've had in all the john wick movies um the ending is phenomenal three probably has the best choreographed uh fights of all the movies but one's like story overall just felt a lot tighter and stronger uh just because of how how much more straightforward it was and just how much how much more brutal and personal that one felt yeah. compared to the other two and that's nothing to take away from any of these movies because they're all so unique and special in what they set out to accomplish for that part of the story i, I should say um and you know after probably sleeping on this one i'll probably find something that i really liked i think for this one i can already tell that i'm thinking like the set pieces specifically uh, the set pieces in this it's just order. like man they got creative yes. with a lot of these set pieces and they used it to full effect with well, the and that fight sequences final set piece oh my god it's so simple and it's yes. so mundane and yet they still somehow make it so much fun to watch yes, it's incredible so yeah final thoughts it's i think it's great you should go see it you're not gonna john wick fans are not gonna be disappointed if nope. you just like action movies you will be thoroughly entertained. Um, yep. I think it's worth your, worth your admission ticket. I actually, I gave it an 8 out of 10. Okay. Uh, I did think some of the slow parts, not that they were detrimental to the story, but right. in a three-hour runtime, it kind of it kind of dragged. Yeah. I, thought the, I thought the beginning was taking its sweet time. Beginning it paid was off. Interesting. Yeah. It does pay off. I'm not saying, but like that did like, okay, let's, let's move on. Right. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> but like you said, each of the movies kind of has their unique flavor. For yeah. me, like I have a problem with one. The maybe it was just the way I was streaming it, but like the audio in one is poor. Interesting. I think I need to rewatch one then. Uh, which I'm I remember. So I was rewatching it, and there's like scenes when it's raining, and I'm like, I can barely hear the dialogue. Oh, yeah, at so the loud. end. Yeah, no, that's fair. Yeah, I agree with that. And I was like, this is, I didn't enjoy that much of it, uh, that element of it. For two, I actually really enjoyed two because 
two kind of took like since we just came off scream it took scream's rules of a sequel body count has to be higher <laughs> right kills exactly. have to be more extravagant set pieces have to be more like it took the rules of a slasher movie and applied it to an action movie mm -hmm. and just went nuts with it. And then three steps it back and we bring focus more to the table and a little bit of the intricacies of how things work in the table. And then that's the fascinating part about three. And then this one kind of takes it to the origins of the table, like taking it back to the roots right, almost. Yeah. And then it takes us back to John Wick's roots and really the heart of everything going on. And I love the journey. Like I, I gave it an eight because it wasn't. I didn't think it was a perfect 10 out of 10 enjoyment for me. Right. Yeah. There was like towards the beginning. I was like, okay, yeah, okay there's some downtime. Let's go. Yeah. That's fair. To um, say. <clears throat> and there were just like, we went from huge fight scene to nothing for a little bit. Yeah. And mm -hmm. then huge fight scene. We almost spent too much time with Marquis. Yeah, I think that's like fair. there were some of his scenes that I was like, I, I don't need all this. Yeah, I'd say the meat and potatoes are definitely in the middle section of this movie. Um, it's it's between John Wick and the Japanese characters. See, I like I like the Berlin section a lot. Oh, it's the Berlin section is good, but I, I'm <clears throat> talking about. Like, oh, you're talking. OK, gotcha. Uh, yeah, yeah. Do you like uh, Skarsgård does a fantastic job, but I'm like, he he kind of feels underutilized yeah. a little bit. Like I almost expected more from him. Yeah. And maybe that's just expectations going into the movie that because you it's Scar's check. Yeah. 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 <laughs> he's great. You and expect more, but, yeah, but you know, check those expectations, <laughs> but it's also like, I'm not unhappy with what they did. No, it's, he was still it's a just, good villain. It was almost too much of him where he might've been more menacing if we had seen less of him. Yeah, I can understand. Uh, that. So I gave it an eight. So that brings my actual final score. I believe is uh, forty five. Okay. Which yeah. between the two of us, that takes the score to a forty three point five, putting okay. it in the amazing category. Rightfully which, so. I mean, most action movies are good or great. The yeah. this is amazing. It's yeah. an amazing film. Any final thoughts you have on the movie overall? No, if you haven't seen any of the John Wick movies, what are you doing? Yeah, they are more. It started as a revenge action flick, and has grown into like a like a we, a genre defining we, franchise. We both made the comment that the world that John Wick resides in in itself is it's, a character. Yeah. It's, it's totally owned. bereft of police. Yeah, but like, you, you, think Go you think Gotham City is like one of the few cities that has a personality? I think John Wick, the city, the world that John Wick lives in, has a personality of yeah. its own. I, like, and I, they have teleporters. It's really cool because <laughs> in one scene, John Wick will be in Japan, and literally the next cut, he's walking down the streets of like New York. So it's super fun. It's pretty pretty fascinating. So the only form of transportation they apparently have in this world are, well, cars and subways. He retains his powers from the Matrix and can fly where he needs yeah, to. Yeah, he just... <laughs> he just takes... He, he just, just pops puts up on the sunglasses anywhere. and then the trench coat and just, like, shoots up in the air. <laughs> and I'm not even mad about it because, like, one scene he's in Japan at night and then the very next cut he's in could be Berlin in the morning and you're like, 
I assume a day just passed. I assume that took time. I don't know if we we just went from a dark scene to you a don't light really know scene. Know the timing, really, honestly. No, I'm I'm not That's mad okay. about any of I'll, it. I'll suspend the belief. I love it. It's just it. a cool superpower people in this world have. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, yeah, go see this movie. I'd say that that really about wraps it up. I think this movie is pretty awesome. Yeah, just just go watch it. When you do, send us your score. We will update the scores the more scores we get. Yeah, no. So just continuously... because we posted it doesn't mean that that score is done we yeah i don't think people realize we like take everyone's scores and like we continuously yeah. like update what the score is going to be because so right now I at mean, the time of recording on opening night we have me and bryce right those are the scores we have if we get scores through the weekend i'll plug you in the post we'll tag you we'll get your score and your score changes the average for the movie so right now right. at the time of recording it's 43.5 who knows maybe we might even do something fun with that at the end of the year where we take literally everyone's scores and just kind of throw it in there when we talk about if we do like a recap yeah episode or something i think that'd be super cool by tuesday when this goes up the score could go up to 47 it could drop to 39 and yeah. that all depends on you guys you guys listen literally so go on watch the movie go watch it it's yeah so good. go watch the movie send us your score uh then head over to our instagram the average reviews yeah. click that scorecard mm -hmm. let us know what you watch it doesn't have to be this any movie you see any movie i see a movie and the first thing i do is go to instagram and score it myself yeah. so that it's here yeah i i'm literally looking for movies to like write reviews of for the uh social media that we don't record on episodes so like if you guys that's another thing Give us movies to watch. Also, we, we're kind of we're starting to run out actually of our we, viewer requests. We we've have, we have two viewer requests. One that we are ready up here real soon, actually. One that we're about to record soon, and then one that we still need to get down and watch. But but yeah, we could use more of those. So actually, I'll, I'll tell it because the episode will go up after this one. It should. But uh, the next one we're gonna get up is Puss in Boots, the last the wish, last wish, which is on Peacock. So for those of who yep, are interested, it is streaming on Peacock. <clears throat> I, I can tell you right now, the scores in this room are divided. So fight you, night part two, yeah, fight <laughs> night part two. But your scores will make a difference in that final score. So it let, will. Us, let us know which side of the fight you're on. Is Puss in Boots: The Last Wish overrated, or is it a masterpiece? <laughs> I like how he's already let us know. The stage. <laughs> let and us know. Final final thing before we leave: Make sure you like, subscribe, follow, and if you can, leave a review also on Spotify. Yes, please. That really does help with uh, the algorithms and everything. Uh, I, I've noticed we do get a lot of views, but man, we could use some likes and comments. Let us know what you think in the and comments share. section. Yeah, share too. If, if you were there to score and we tagged you, share that. Yeah, the more we're doing this, the more we're really enjoying like getting feedback from people, and that just means the more people's feedback we want as we continue to do we're this. We're just having fun with this, and we want you to have fun with us too. Please. I love reading scores. One of my least favorite things about seeing a movie opening night is that we don't have your comments for it. I know that's that is that like is, the one downside to like yeah. seeing a movie right away. But anyway, just wanted to throw it out there. Otherwise, thanks for listening to another episode of the Average Podcast. We hope to see you guys in the next episode. Yeah, you'll hear us next week. Absolutely. See ya. <laughs>